0: It is 849 on the Friday edition of Jacksonville's Morning News. I would imagine there's still a ringing in Brent Martineau's ears from the noise at Strings in Springfield from last night. Man, Jaguars All-Access was off the hook with uh, not just uh, you guys being there, but the real star, Trevor Lawrence. You were saying on on, uh, Brent and Friends earlier this week on ESPN 690 that... It's seeming as though Trevor Lawrence is now reaching that star status, not just in Jacksonville, but nationally. And there's now a big buzz around him. That was a huge crowd last
1: night, man. Yeah, it was a big-time crowd. I thought it would be a nice crowd, and it, and it uh, probably exceeded expectations before they there nice and early for Jaguars all-access out at Strings. And, you know, I think it's something that we have to remind ourselves about Trevor Lawrence He is a big time star. He's a guy that's on Gatorade commercials, right? On ESPN, like nationally, people know him nationally. He was the face or one of the faces, at least of college football. Uh, He's been a star since he was in high school. And we haven't had that guy. I mean, the national guy, the seven figure endorsement guy and, And I think we got a glimpse of that last night, but hey, it's been a little bit with the pandemic, with everything going on last year, with some of the struggles, that was I think his first public appearance. And so it wasn't that surprising to see everybody come out, especially on the heels of that terrific performance.
0: What insight did you gain from having a chance to kind of look him in the eyes and talk about how the team and how leaders on the team specifically are looking at the remainder of this season? They started off the sprint to the finish with the win against Baltimore, albeit very close.
1: Yeah, they believe, of course, and I think they have for a bit, but they believe because their head coach, Doug Peterson, and their coaching staff. I mean, they're, we talked a lot about this at the early going of the year, and then it kind of faded away because it's distant memory. But this week, what has resurfaced is just how messy it was last year. Uh, and And the Urban Meyer situation was tough and toxic, and I think – these guys are coming out on the other side of that right now, and they feel good about what they're doing. I mean, it doesn't mean they're going to win five out of six or whatever it might be, but they know this thing's going in the right direction. They believe in that with conviction, and and I think that means a good thing for that building going down the road, not just these last six but also going into 2023 and
0: beyond. Jacksonville heads to a team that is also in a building mode, and while they don't have the star quarterback, they do have some pretty potent offensive players, a couple of running backs who are able to get into the end zone, primarily Jamal Williams' kid is getting in the end zone every darn week, multiple times over. What do you see as keys to victory for the Jacks?
1: Well, can the Jags keep up on the scoreboard? Can their defense do enough? I mean, listen, the Lions are not good defensively. That's just a fact. They give up 28 a game. They over 400 yards in offense. They allow And in Doug Peterson and Trevor and this offense have moved the ball all year against just about everybody. So they scored 28 last week against the Ravens team that was playing the best defense, maybe of anybody in the last two months. So they should be able to move the football. Should I say, and then defensively, can they stop an offense that's really been clicking and, Rich, let's not bury the lead, man. I mean, it's Jags-Lions. I mean, this is your two teams. I mean, what are you going to do? You're emotionally torn. we got a game in December between the Jags and the Lions, and it actually means something.
0: I think that's the thing that has me, the fact that both teams are looking promising. Yes, they're both 4-7, and but both have been playing well of late. And you can see the way that both teams are rallying around the leadership finally. And, I mean, the storylines are so similar, the parallels between Jacksonville and Detroit, and it really seems that in both cases – The teams are rallying around, in Jacksonville's case, a proven winner in Doug Peterson and a uh, really fiery leader in uh, who the uh, Lions have as their head
1: coach. Yeah, I think it's still debatable how good both teams are, right? Especially the Lions, really. I think they're doing a nice job with the lack of talent on the defensive side. But how good are these teams? I don't know. But both would actually run through a wall for their head coach. Yeah, And I think that is, I think everybody would say that. And. That's a pretty cool thing. I think usually you go to Detroit on a Sunday and, and people are Christmas shopping, right? I think they're going to be there. I think it's going to be an entertaining game to watch. He's been two of the more entertaining teams, actually, in the National Football League week in, week out.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And, and you know what? If, a, if there's a tie, I win because then both teams have performed well enough. But I don't want that. I really do want to see the Jaguars do well because I do think they have a better shot at actually becoming a playoff team. Look
1: forward to it. Fox 30, 1 o'clock
0: kickoff. Are you traveling to Detroit?
1: Yeah, I'll be up there in Detroit. It uh, should be a lot of fun. And, and, Rich, you're going to join us on Brent and Friends on ESPN 690 this afternoon. So, we'll talk more Lions and Jay.
0: I look forward to it. And I'll give you a, a food suggestion for a, a nice uh, comparison for Coney dogs in downtown Detroit, okay? I like it. Thanks, man. <laughs> All right, man. We'll see you a little bit later this <laughs> afternoon on ESPN 690 with Brent and Friends.